Welcome to TTV. We are starting a new series called Reviews and Favorites. I, along with Abby, will be reviewing our favorite movies, books, and TV shows. If there is something you would like us to review, just mention it in a comment below for consideration. Now on to today's favorite. My movie choice for Paratober is Stir of Echo. This movie is based off the novel A Stir of Echoes by Richard Matheson. So the movie starts off with this little boy named Jake taking a bath and talking to a ghost and asking the ghost if it hurts to be dead. The main character Tom is played by Kevin Bacon and he is the father of the little boy and is married to Maggie played by Catherine Irby who just found out she is pregnant. Now I'm not sure why they mention she's pregnant in the movie because they don't ever bring it up again so that's weird. The next scene is him and his wife going to a neighborhood party where her sister Lisa played by Alina Douglas. Now by the way I loved her in the movie To Die For. That was a great movie. But she is there trying to explain hypnosis and her spirituality to everyone there. Tom, being a skeptic, agrees to be hypnotized by Lisa. She starts by telling Tom to relax and imagine himself in a movie theater that is all dark except for the white screen and that he will start to see letters appear on the screen that spell sleep. He starts to see a vision of a girl with a bag on her head then immediately wakes up to everyone laughing at him. Apparently, he was doing weird things while hypnotized. After that night, some really weird things started happening. He starts seeing a dead girl named Samantha that keeps trying to communicate with him. He also starts seeing red flashes every time something strange is about to happen that is related to the Samantha girl. So again, they go out and they use a babysitter that they have never used before. Unbeknownst to them, it is the dead girl's sister. So after they leave, Tom keeps seeing the red flash going on and off as they walk and he starts to become worried even though he has no idea what the red light even means at that time. So the babysitter Debbie, who's Samantha's sister, hears Jake talking on the baby monitor to someone and goes upstairs to see who he is talking to. Jake starts telling the babysitter about how he sees and talks to Samantha in his house. You know, cause Jake's been seeing her all along. That's the one he was talking to when he was taking a bath, asking if it hurts to be dead. So she freaks out and grabs Jake and takes off out of the house with him. Meanwhile, Tom is feeling like something is wrong and starts running back home where he finds Jake gone. Maggie joins him and together they start searching for Jake. They start running around looking and Tom uses the red flashes he keeps seeing to direct him where they went. The red flashes take them to a train station where they find Jake and the babysitter and she is there to see her mom and make Jake tell her mom where Samantha is. A police officer shows up and she demands the officer to ask them about Samantha. They both say they have never seen Samantha and they don't want to press charges and go home. When they get home, Tom tells Maggie it is the dead girl he has been seeing and they try to ask Jake about him seeing her as well. So at this point, Tom starts asking around the neighborhood about this Samantha girl and if anyone knew who she was, including asking his landlord and their neighbors. The neighbors kind of blow it off and act like they really don't remember who Samantha is. But Tom is constantly being haunted with visions of Samantha. 
and he is starting to get messages that he is supposed to dig. So he starts by digging up his backyard. Now, mind you, this is a rental house, not his house. So people start to take notice, especially his landlord. About this time, Maggie gets word that her grandmother has died and Tom does not want to join her on the trip. Instead, he starts digging up the basement while she is gone. While digging up the basement, Tom starts tearing into a brick wall and finds the body of Samantha in the wall wrapped in plastic. He touches the body and sees a vision of how she died. Okay, so here comes the spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen the movie, you may want to skip this part. Okay, so she shows Tom in the vision that she is waiting at the bus stop and called over by a boy who ends up being the landlord's son. He takes her inside the house where Tom lives now, but back then it was being renovated. Inside the house, there is another boy and they are drinking. He tries to assault Samantha and when she resists and starts screaming, he starts smothering her and accidentally kills her. Him and his friend then cover her in plastic and they go and get his dad and his dad helps cover up the murder. Okay, so back to present day. While Tom is uncovering the body, the landlord's son that committed the murder sees Tom in the basement window and goes to find his dad. Meanwhile, Maggie is getting concerned about Tom and starts driving home to see if Tom is okay. Tom leaves the house to go tell his neighbor Frank, who is also his friend, about what he has found and takes him to the basement to see the body. Little does Tom know that is also the dad of the second boy that was there the night Samantha was killed. The neighbor tells Tom everything and demands that Tom leaves the basement and starts shooting at Tom. As Tom gets upstairs, the landlord and the son come into Tom's house and start asking him what is going on. The landlord pulls out a gun and starts shooting at Tom. He misses, but Tom gets knocked out just as his wife Maggie pulls up and starts honking the horn outside. She senses something isn't right and pulls a knife out of her purse and starts toward the door. She walks in calling his name and the landlord grabs her. So she sticks a knife in his foot and then Frank comes out of the basement and shoots the landlord and his son dead. He then tells Tom and Maggie that he was not going to allow them to be murdered. There had been enough senseless murders already. Now, once Samantha sees that they are dead, she turns back into herself before she died and smiles and walks down the street because her soul is now free. The family has finally found out what happened to her and they hold a funeral for her and lay her to rest. Tom and Maggie pack up a U-Haul and they move out of that house. The movie kind of makes you feel like there will be a part two because as they are driving away in the end, Jake is in the back seat of the car and ghosts are calling his name. It was a really good movie and one of my all-time favorites. So if you get a chance this spooky season, be sure to watch it. Now on to Abby and the Green Mile. So for this month's paranormal movie review, I decided to do The Green Mile, which was originally written by Stephen King and was adapted into a film starring Tom Hanks as Paul Edgecombe and Michael Clark Duncan as John Coffey. This movie is absolutely incredible. I bawl like a baby every single time I watch it. The characters are just so captivating and the film is just beautifully written. It's a bit long. It's about three hours long, just over three hours long. I would highly recommend having a box of tissues on hand because it will emotionally 
encompass you. It's just such a beautifully written film. So moving into the plot, John is an innocent man accused of killing two sisters um, and is now on death row for a crime he didn't commit. He's a very naive and simple, very sweet man who is terrified of the dark. So he is locked up in Cold Mountain Penitentiary. He has a supernatural gift to heal other people of their ailments. He could take these ailments and transfer them to other people. He, at one point, heals Paul Edgecombe, Tom Hanks's character, um, of a bladder infection and removes the tumor of the prison warden's wife. He is sort of a loner in this movie. Um, his skin color is held against him and racism is definitely apparent in this movie. He's automatically seen as a murderer simply because of his huge build. He's a gentle giant and the color of his skin, which is absolutely awful. And this poor soul has just become so weary of the atrocities. In fact, there is a really amazing quote from the movie where he says, I'm tired, boss. I'm tired of being on the road, lonely as a sparrow in the rain. I'm tired of never having me a buddy to be with, to tell me where we's going or to or coming from or why. Mostly I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm tired of all the pain I feel in the world every day. There's too much of it. It's like pieces of glass in my head all the time. Can you understand? John Coffey brings this little mouse, Mr. Jingles, back to life. So he has these healing abilities, but is also able to bring things back to life and even transfer his um, supernatural abilities at the very end of the movie to one of the characters who starts to doubt his guilt. He works in the prison. I don't want to give it away, even though I'm pretty sure everyone's seen this movie. If not, again, fantastic movie. I would highly recommend it. Through certain events in the movie, John Coffey discovers who actually committed the crime that he is in prison for and transfers the sickness that he took from the warden's wife and gives it to the person who actually committed the crime and ultimately takes his life. Um, I can't talk about the end of the film because that is extremely harrowing and emotional and I think I would cry talking about it. In a world where people are constantly ugly to one another, I think that this movie is a beautiful reminder that we can all heal one another and a little bit of love goes a long way. Unfortunately, the end of this movie is tragic. It really resonates on a deeper level to just be kind to one another and take that extra step to just be the light, basically. You can check out my Etsy shop at Medium Abbey Webs if you're looking for reading or spiritual classes. And also check out my book, Hot Mess by Abbey Webs. You can find that on Amazon. It's available in paperback or for Kindle download. Thank you so much for having me.